Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast. My name's Chris Toll, and I'm here via Skype with my brother, Graham Keezy McKee. What's happening, mate? Tell me what's been happening in your life. Uh, Well, same as everybody else, doing nothing. I've got I've got twelve weeks. Oof. Twelve twelve weeks, man. Oh, it's gonna be a lean Christmas in the Dragon House this year. <laughs> uh, how's things? I all right, mate. I'm just getting on, mate. You know, uh, I've got a, a good year. A vintage, a good vintage this this week. Oh, uh, what do you reckon? 1993, some crackers that year, weren't they? Oh, definitely. Hopefully they got the reference at the start, or they'll probably think that I've got the coronavirus and I've lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, think, I don't think Groundhog Day is one of the symptoms, mate. <laughs> 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 uh, aye, so 1993, yeah, but I think this could be a... a Cracker. Aye, there's some, some toppers in here, man. Some of my favourite films actually are in this year. Aye. Uh, none more so than the highest grossing movie in 1993. Uh, in fact, I think it was the highest grossing movie of all time at a point. It was. Right? Aye, you're right. At this point, it was, the, it was the biggest. The biggest. We're talking about Jurassic Park. Now, anybody that knows me um, knows that I'm a I'm a bit of a gimp when it comes to dinosaurs, I fucking love them, man. So seeing Jurassic Park in the pictures for me was like, I don't know, like folks seeing Gandhi for the first time or something like that. Maybe I was a bit more excited than them right enough, but uh, <laughs> I went to see Jurassic Park down in Blackpool, right? Um, we were down at my dad's cousin's house down in Blackpool, and she... So I'm going to take you to the cinema. And I said, what what we want to see? Or I don't know, we'll see once we get there. And I didn't know Jurassic Park was out yet. My mum and dad hadn't told me it was out yet because I'd been busting their eardrums for me to see it. <laughs> and then and we went to uh, we went to Sean in the in the pier in Blackpool. And right. oh my god man. It's, ever since then I've I've absolutely loved the Jurassic Park movies, even the shite ones. I love the shite ones. I like them all, but this one's by far the best by miles. Aye, by miles and miles and miles. I mean, if they'd have stopped after Jurassic Park, you you couldn't have argued with it. But it was that much a, a, a that much a hit, that much a, a huge movie, and it made so much money. And the Waynes all bought the toys and the t-shirts. I mean, you, you see somebody with a Jurassic Park t-shirt on every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's mental. And right. they were always going to follow it up. This was a PG or something like that? Should never have been a PG. Should oh. never have been a PG. I was 12 when I, when I went to see it. And uh, it was... <laughs> that we were, I wasn't the, the only one there. There was me 
Um, I'm sure of Sean was there. Uh, and there was two two wins for Blackpool that my, my auntie was friendly with her mum and dad. Right. And the wee boy was only about nine or something like that, and he was shiting himself. <laughs> he was absolutely shiting himself at it. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, me, and, uh, me, my mum, my dad, and Noreen went to see it, and me and Noreen were hiding behind the chairs every time a dinosaur came on screen. <laughs> 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 but the bit when uh, when Dr. Grant throws the, the stick at the fence and then he walks up and pretends that he's getting electrocuted I, I fucking love that man that's, that's hilarious and obviously we spoke about when you and I and Keen went to see it in the, in the armadillo aye the soundtrack the, 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 the film score aye John Williams is just incredible Aye, it is incredible, John Williams' uh, score for that movie, aye. Um, but mm-hmm. like you, like we said before, you kind of forget that the, the uh, orchestra's there. I know, aye. Because it's such a good movie, you get so engrossed in it. It's brilliant, man. And like I said, it's probably probably in my top ten movies of all time, definitely. Uh, love Jurassic Park, I love all the, all the rest of the shite ones, I know. When me, and, uh, when me and Sean went to Universal Studios, Aye. Uh, I said, right, we've, we've only got enough time to go on everything once. And uh, as soon as we went on the Jurassic Park ride, I like, forget that. Let's just keep going on this thing. This is amazing. <laughs> Through the gates and the music's on and the dinosaurs and all that. Like, this is fucking brilliant. Mate, I'd be like a, I'd be like a Wayne in a sweetie shop, man. <laughs> and then when the T-Rex comes, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I absolutely shite yourself. I remember uh, me, me and Big Gravy were in New York and we went to Toys R Us on Times Square. Right. And that's it. That's it. See the fact that Toys R Us has went out of business. This is the saddest part of it for me. They had a full size replica of a Tyrannosaurus Rex in right. the shop. Right. <laughs> it, mate, it was incredible, man. Honestly, it was so cool. I've got photos of it somewhere. Um, but. Aye, that's, that's, eh, uh, I've been in a Jurassic Park ever since I've seen the first one in the cinema, man. Just, oh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pure Wayne when it comes to it. See when the new Jurassic Park movies are coming out, Sammy will tell you, man, I, I'm buzzing for weeks before <laughs> it. So, um, uh, <laughs> even the Jurassic World ones, Jurassic World was good. The second Aye. one was ropey, but. But as you say, but it's, you're not going to turn it off. Ah, it's fucking dinosaurs, mate. Ah. <laughs> right, so we'll move on for Jurassic Park. And the next one on the list that we've got here is uh, Schindler's List, ironically. Um, <laughs> Schindler's List was a lot more important than the list that I've got in front of me, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a wee... <laughs> <laughs> um, I will... It's, hard to, it's a film, it's hard to watch and hard to talk about, really, isn't it? Aye. Um, it's, to be honest with you, I've, I've not seen it, mate, uh, purely oh. because it's that grimmer subject. You know what I mean? It's not something that I really want to sit down and pretend I'm going to enjoy when it's pure three hours of unadulterated fucking heartbreak. Aye. You know what I mean? oh, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a, we have to mention it because it, it uh, won the best picture that year and he finally won Best Director. 
We're not going to have a laugh talking about Schindler's <laughs> List, are we? If somebody goes like that to you, let's watch a Spielberg movie, you're not going, I get Schindler's List out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely not. <laughs> 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 well, I'm in the mood for watching Schindler's List. <laughs> I think if anybody did suggest that, but I don't want to know this guy anymore. Excuse me, Trevor, are you a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's fucking move on for that. Right, the next one in the list here's a, it's a belter, man. True romance. I love this film. It's just, it's brilliant, man. It's absolutely brilliant. The, if you start to finish, the, some of the performances in this film are outstanding. Uh, Sammy and I watched this quite recently um, when we were going th- when I was going through that, kind of showing us some Tarantino movies. I know that this wasn't directed by Tarantino, but he wrote the screenplay. Ah, uh, he wrote it, aye. And it's it's an absolute. It's probably in his top three. I would say. I, I love this film. Um, Favourites, aye. And it kind of gives you a glimpse into as daft as it is. Yeah, James Gandolfini plays obviously one of the heavies. Is, is Gary Oldman on it? Aye. He's Aye. He's a fucking madman in that film, isn't he? Yeah, yeah James Gandolfini. He plays kind of like what Tony Soprano would have been like before he was the boss of the mafia. Like one of the heavies kind of thing. And it's kind of, kind of, Gives you a wee insight into the character because I think he took a lot of that character into the Sopranos well. Um, but the scene, the scene when he beats her up is so, so violent, man. It's, it's unsettling, man, because they, as you know, obviously with Tarantino and, and uh, involved in the movie, it's really graphic and he beats her to within a fucking inch of her life, man. Aye. It's horrible, but apparently... When he was after he was filming it, he kept on apologising to her, and like he's like, "I'm really sorry." She's like, "No, we're acting. This is what we're supposed to do." But uh, she tells the story about uh, how how nice a guy he was, but before uh, they they filmed it, he kind of kept his distance from him, tried to keep a wee bit of like kind of be intimidating, if you know what I mean. So that, so that she would like, her reaction would be natural to it. Then after it, he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I just, I don't want you to think bad of me and stuff like that. She's like, no, not at all, but you just, what a guy, man. She's great in this film as well. Aye, she is, it's, uh, is it Julianne Arquette? Eh, Patricia. Patricia Arquette, aye, Patricia Arquette, that's right, aye. Aye. She's a good one, and she was, uh, this film kind of is along the same lines as Natural Born Killers a wee bit. It is, aye. But it's told in a much better way. Uh, you, you actually, you're behind the like, uh, Christian Slayton and Patricia characters. Whereas with Natural Born Killers, I didn't give a fuck what happened to them. No, no you're written for these two. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's a great film. But we'll, we'll move on for that just now. And this was Sylvester Stallone's last really big kind of hit. Before he kind of, well, no, he had two this year, in fact. Aye, aye um, this is his last big year, isn't it? This is his last big year, and uh, this is one of my favourite one movies, actually, Demolition, man. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Uh, Sandra Bullock's in it as well. She, aye. 
this was her first big role after well she done speed didn't she was speed before this or after this it was after this so speed was 94 so this would have been her first big one aye she was excellent innit ah brilliant aye like the pure a product of a different time obviously because Stone's character's been cryogenically frozen yeah frozen uh, and you've got Wesley Snipes' character who's a a mass murderer Aye. who's been cryogenically frozen as well and something happens in the, the cryo lab and he gets he gets thawed out doesn't he Aye. and uh, he escapes and then they need to thaw out John Spartan to, to go yeah. John Spartan what a fucking name eh <laughs> I remember every single action hero back in the day was called John man <laughs> John is it every every man name in it? <laughs> but then you had Simon Phoenix on the other hand, who was a flamboyant motherfucker. But then they're in this weird future that there's no crime at all in it or that? Nah, there's no crime at all. Um if you, if you commit any sort of crime you just get fucking stuck in the freezer. Aye, uh, people walk about saying things like, Greetings, friend, what's your bottle? <laughs> what seems to be your barrel? <laughs> and there's a there's a way to wipe your ass that you never actually find out what it is, but it involves three seashells. I think we could be doing with the three seashells these days. I know we're, we're going to be well, doing well, three seashells shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of Andrex. <laughs> I wish I'd bought shares in that company before this went down. <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> See, you can't have your mate around your house to fucking record a podcast. What the hell's going on? Sort of a boorish old dick. <laughs> um, it was, I heard Dennis Leary talking about it. Right. He, he said it was uh, He said it was a load of shite. But right. he said that um, Wesley Snipes was a lunatic that insisted on doing all his own stunts. But he could do any of them. He was absolutely useless, falling <laughs> out the place. And they, but they just humoured him and went, "Oh, that, that's great, Wesley. That's us got it now." Right, get the other guy in for Christ's sake! <laughs> absolute nutter. So uh, did Wesley Snipes not even notice when the movie got shown that it oh. wasn't him doing all these stunts? <laughs> he probably watched it. Oh my God, I'm brilliant. Do you know what I was going to say? Why the fuck is Dennis Leary talking about demolition, man? I completely forgot that he was like the leader of the, the resistance. I, I just started doing stand-up at one point. There's <laughs> <laughs> a five-minute bit. <laughs> hey, honest to God, if Dennis Leary was doing stand-up in my back room, I'd shut the door. <laughs> I'm not even joking. The guy's the biggest thief known to man. Right, anyway, <laughs> we've, now. We've, got, we've got another action movie here, um, no get much to say about this mate, I've seen it about five or six times when I was round in my, my cousin Mario's house, he was van damn daft and passed that one to me, uh, this is Hard Target, that movie, which memory is a Hard Target? Well this is the film, it's about uh, bad guys that are hunting homeless people for sport but they give them a head start. They've got to make it across town. And if, and if they make it, they get 10 grand, but there's like guys out like, trying to kill them. And he gets involved in it for some reason. But the scene that's most memorable is the uh, 
the scene where he punches a rattlesnake and knocks it out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> snake. He knocks it out and then he bites the rattle off it, doesn't he? He ties, it, ties it to a tree. <laughs> he ties it to a tree. I'm going to set a trap for my little friends or some crap. But the fact that he just... Yeah, a minute, hold on. Is it Van Damme that was in this or was it Dracula? <laughs> I'm going to set a trap for my little friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I've... <laughs> I thought I'd nailed it. <laughs> count one count. But I... <laughs> but yeah, I had Target. It's, it's pretty good, but you've got to see it for that scene. Oh, the bit at the, oh, the, the end with the grenade is amazing as well. Oh, I forgot about that bit. That's cool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll move on to our target, right? Uh, <laughs> the next one, um, I think I've seen it before, Groundhog Day. <laughs> uh, ring, really rings a bell? Uh, no, obviously we've, we've seen Groundhog Day. This is one of Sammy's most hated movies because her big sister used to watch it regularly and it used to annoy the life out of her. She hates Phil Murray because of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I know, I know. Might need to get rid of you. What can we say about Groundhog Day? Yeah, that hasn't been said before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. it's, it's funny, man. It's a funny oh. film. I love it the, when the guy always stops him and he, he stands in the puddle and all that. that that's Aye. always funny. Ed Bryerson. Aye. <laughs> Phil? Phil Connors? <laughs> and um I, I I think the more you watch it the, the better it is. As ridiculous as that sounds because watching Groundhog Day once is equivalent to watching it thirty times or something. I know, but what I need to say is Andy McDowell, mate, I can't stand her. This is the this is the exception. This is the only film I like her in. No, I, d- I just don't like her at all, man. Ah. She's one, and uh, it's nah, it's a Br- Groundhog Day for me was just all right, actually. It was just all right. Nah, no, man. Nah, I'm not, not a huge fan. I'm going to be honest. Um, it must have been raging with the, 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 the thing I said at the start. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll be honest. I, I know that that's the. That's the greeting on the radio, but I couldn't fucking remember it. But you hear that, you hear that about 700 times when you watch that film and all. Then, then it's all about him fucking break, uh, smashing the radio in as many ingenious new ways as possible. <laughs> what would you do? See if you were in that situation, what would you do? <laughs> they said that it was equivalent to uh, 40 years that he left. But the same day for 40 years. Oh my god, man. <laughs> you'd, you'd still be fit to do something bad in case that the next day was the day that... I know. Groundhog <laughs> anymore. Imagine uh, you just thought, I'm going to murder somebody. Went out and murdered somebody. Get put in the cells, wake up the next morning, you're still in the cell. That's it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I, exactly, I'd still play by the rules. Aye, that's true. I, I would actually, I'd still be, I'd be a shakebag, who am I kidding? <laughs> but uh, again, a lot of people now are going to be living in Groundhog Day. 
That's the way I fucking feel. I've been <laughs> not, the past two days is just it's melted into one. I don't I couldn't even remember what day it was today. Honestly, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on. My brain's frazzled with this shit. The next one on the list, we've got uh, a Bronx Tale, which is the story of uh, a young guy growing up on the, in the centre of New York where there was a lot of mafia activity. Um, you watch, Did you watch that this week, Keezy? I didn't, no. No, have you seen it? to see if I've even seen it and I don't even think I have right it's a good film man you should watch it I watched it with my wee boy the other night and he was engrossed with it and he's not usually that into these sort of movies but hopefully uh, this kind of steers him in that direction because I've got a few that I want to show him the story is it's a, a wee boy that's grown up on the on the street um, next to a mafia bar right. um, his dad's played by Robert De Niro Um He's the the kind of head mafia guy, uh, Sonny is the character's name, right? Uh, so the cast, uh, the guy is Chaz uh, Palminteri, right? Uh, you've got Joe Pesci, you've got uh, Leo Brancato Jr. who went on to be, he plays the main character, he went on to be in The Sopranos and then ended up going to prison for uh, aiding and abetting the murder of a police officer. Jesus. I know. What a fucking what a what a waste of talent. Um there's a lot of other good actors in this as well. Um the story is about as I was saying there, the the boy's called uh, C, right? And um he's grown up and he, he idolizes Sonny, who's played by Chas Palminteri. Um right. but his dad, Robert De Niro, is always trying to keep him away from that sort of lifestyle. But Sonny kind of takes him under his wing and treats him like his own son as well. So um, he grows he grows up in it and he, he becomes like part of it kind of thing um, as a young guy. Um, but so he, he falls in love with a black girl and that's causes problems with his mates and uh, the girlfriends, like family and stuff like that. And eventually the mates uh, go and try and do a, a drive-by. In the black, the black area, of the the town in the Bronx, and uh, it goes wrong. They somebody throws a a Molotov cocktail, and it it goes off in the car, and they get burned alive. Jesus. And then and he goes back. It's all about how uh, he wants us to get away with the one. And uh, Sonny gives him a few tips. I'll no waste it for you, mate, because I want you to watch it. It's a brilliant film, right? Um, and as he goes back, he, he, he Sonny gives him a test for the girl, um, and she she passes the test, can I? And he goes back to tell Sonny, uh, just after all his pals have been killed and stuff like that, he goes back to tell Sonny, and it's uh, that's the big the big crescendo in the movie, man. You need to you need to watch it because it's you you don't know who to root for in the movie because his dad's right in a lot of what he's saying. His uh, sonny's writing a lot of what he's saying. His pals are writing a lot of what they're saying. His girlfriend's writing a lot of what she's saying as well. So you get to see it from four different, four different points of view, and it's just like him stuck in the middle. It's brilliant, man. It really is brilliant, and it's it, it does kind of it kind of glamorizes the the whole mafia thing. It came out around about the same time. Um, it's like Goodfellas and that were were like hitting 
the top of their like the Mafia movie was kind of on the way down yeah, after Goodfellas and all that but this one is a, this one's a better one you should definitely get a watch aye sounds good sounds so good. What, what have we got next we've got The Fugitive uh, Harrison Ford what a film no, how when you're now on Netflix when you're going through Netflix it shows you this annoying like, preview of each thing uh-huh. and it annoys the hell out of me this is the one time that it worked when I was flicking through and it showed it uh, went by the fugitive I had no intention of watching it but it showed you the scene of the two of them in the sewer right. and, I was, and then it was like oh no I need to watch this and it's still as brilliant as, as I remember I've seen it for years, but I love the future. Oh, great film. Um, even though, you know, obviously, in multiple watches, you know, who's behind it and, and that, but it's still tense and still... I, I know. That's I, the thing, man. You, you do it like that. See, we are, it happens to me with Breaking Bad. I've watched Breaking Bad a good three or four times, right? And there's a couple of episodes, but even though I know what's going to happen, my palms are sweaty, my knees are weak, my arms are heavy. There's vomit, <laughs> vomit in my sweater already. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I, I genuinely, I, I realised that I'd said my palms were sweaty and then I had to do that there. But no, it does. It gives you like you, you sweats, man, and you're you're nervous and you've, your jaws clenched and you're Aye. fucking watching and you know what's going to happen, but there's still that bit in your head where you're like, ah, he's not getting out of this here. <laughs> you know, it's mental, but that's that's good storytelling, mate. Aye. That's good, isn't it? it? Obviously, with how popular the future of is, that's a uh, a top a top storyteller that's that's written. Hey, that if you haven't seen it for ages, let's like give yourself a treat. Uh, you will everybody will love it as much as they, they remember it. Is is brilliant. Aye, I might watch it with Keen then because we need we need to do Aye. something over this weekend, man. Aye. Yeah, I'm sure he'll enjoy it. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is brilliant, isn't it? Hi, I like Tommy Lee Jones on this one. I like Tommy Lee Jones and everything apart from fucking Batman Forever. <laughs> well, this is the one he won the Oscar for. Shouldn't he have been nearly Oscars for this? Do I think so? No, oh, mate, not when you've got uh, fucking the janitor and Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> There's one standout this year that should have beat him. I will, I'm sure we'll talk about him later. But right. uh, he was still brilliant in it. Uh, it's, just, it's a classic film. And I think it's it was... There can't be many films based on a TV show that were nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. Right, I had a wee look and I could find one other. And it was Traffic, which, which I didn't even know was a TV show. Traffic was based on a TV show? Aye. Oh, well, there you go. Every day is a school day. Should have been the other way about. <laughs> no, it was definitely it was based on a, an old TV show. Alright, fuck's sake. Aye, you love and learn, mate. You love and learn. Right, well, we'll move on for the future of now. We'll talk about Sister Act 2. Um, <laughs> listen, Ad, you're laughing. This movie launched a career of fucking Warren Hill, mate. Oh, I just... Singers of time, <laughs> and, and I do. You know me. I fucking love Whoopi Goldberg, man. I'm a I'm a big mark for Whoopi Goldberg. I don't get a fuck who knows it. Uh, 
some voices in the in the choir, man. Like the wee guy. How the hell does he pull some of the notes out his ass? Um, uh, the, the old happy day is brilliant in it. Aye. And then, but ain't no mountain high. The end's brilliant and all, but I just this wasn't a patch on the original. No, that was never going to be, mate. It's, no, you no, know, it's a cash grab, sister act too. Uh, put the plate round again. I suppose it's we all went to see it because we loved the first one. It still made a fortune, so. Yeah, exactly. And uh, now she's doing a tour of the show. Mad Whippy, she, well, she, she was doing it on Broadway, but she's not anymore. No, and I think she was uh, she was doing uh, she was doing it in London as well. Did she do it in London, aye? Well, aye, yeah, aye. Um, but the only thing is, right, because Sister Act, the musical, I thought I was going to be all over it. Aye. The songs for either film are in the, the musical. That was the same as The Wedding Singer. Oh, was it? Aye, the wedding singer done a done a live show as well, and uh, one of the boys in the work went to it, and uh, I was pure jealous that he was going there. And Aye. when he come back, come back, he's like, ah, ah, it was fucking, it wasn't even the songs for the movie or anything. Like, I was disappointed. Ah, no, no. I go and yeah. see like the musical. I want to be hearing, I will follow him. Ah, no. You better know you. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I see, that's the whole point here. That's why going to watch the uh, the sound of music and them changing <laughs> songs. Anyway, we'll move on for that anyway, because let's be honest, it was a bit shy, wasn't it? Aye. Right, so we'll go on to the next one here, which we've got is Philadelphia. Um, I don't think you've seen this, Keezy. You, you've never heard of this movie before, have you not? Nah. Nah, and you're, right, right, we'll move on then. Um, so, <laughs> no, so, uh, I think this is my opportunity to uh, apologise to Tom Hanks <laughs> for my castaway yeah. comments in the last episode. Yeah, he's going through the mill and I'm getting them dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get well. They need to throw in a couple of token celebrities to make it look as if it's not just the normals that's getting it. <laughs> yeah. They've even wheeled out Prince Charles today, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> aye, so Philadelphia, what a film, eh? Oh, aye. Shite soundtrack, but a good film. <laughs> <laughs> How's it go again? <laughs> There's only one easy can do an impression of that song. <laughs> nah, I'm like, eh, I think we spoke about Philadelphia enough before, anyway. Eh, where people don't know what we think about it, so... Then we'll move on to the next one. You finally watched it, mate, Rudy. Tell me, <laughs> tell me all about it. Give me all your emotions. So, started watching it at the start, right? And the film that came to mind was Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> because of what I said. Aye. So I'm watching Rudy now, and my arms are folded, and I've got a, I've got a growl on my face, and I'm like... But, I'm let, me, let me ask you, let me ask you, sorry for interrupting you, but let me ask you, have I ruined Rags to Riches movies for you? <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. But uh, I, at the start, I thought you had. So I'm watching it, and I'm like, this guy is a deluded idiot. <laughs> and why is he, what is the point of this? Why is he doing it? <laughs> like, he's getting a great, he's getting a great, um, education. 
justification, but he doesn't care about that either. I was like, oh, he's doing my head in. But at the end, by God, I was up chanting his name. <laughs> Rudy. Yeah, see him back. Rudy. 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 Why, <laughs> guy? Yeah. I nearly bought a Notre Dame top with Rudiger on the back yet. <laughs> Aye, but it's a, it's a feel-good movie, Cheesy. It's oh. a, do you know what? See, if you don't feel good after that movie, there's something wrong with you. Oh, there's no hope for you. Nah, you're as well just fucking lock yourself away in isolation forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a garbage. <laughs> so the next movie we've got then here is The Firm. Um, right. right. Tell me about the film, The Firm, Cheesy. Can you handle Maybe. the truth? That's not the, that's not the film. <laughs> um, this is it's about Tom Cruise obviously gets a job uh, at Memphis Law Firm and finds out that they're they're doing all the money laundering and helping all the criminals and, and mafia and stuff like that right and uh, obviously he's not wanting any part of that but uh, anybody that speaks out against the firm are ended up injured or dead right and uh, Gene Hackman says his mentor in it, and it's just about Cruz trying to get out of the situation or trying to bring them down. It's it's a bloody good film. Is Hackers a good guy in it? Uh, he's a 50-50. Aye, that's a, that's a proper Hackers character. That's <laughs> Aye. He's, he's always wanting to live life on the edge. <laughs> By the way, Gene Hackman, I'm going to watch more of his films. He was a fucking brilliant actor. Oh, one of the best. Aye. And he's brilliant in this as well. Aye, he's great in it. Aye. <laughs> you recommend I watch you this then? Oh, definitely, aye. Aye. Great, good so, film. That's, that's fucking, that's a game. I like Tom Cruise and I like Gene Hackman, so there's no reason why I shouldn't like that film. That's it. And I watched it quite recently, so it definitely still holds up. Aye. So when did you when did you take away from it when you watched it most the most recent time? Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bloody good film. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Let's move on to a fucking unbelievably good film then. Right. And we've got this is this film it's a film that not a lot of people have seen and they fucking should have because it's dynamite. Um the movie is called Judgment Night. Keezy <laughs> outli- outline Judgment Night for us. Tell us the story of Judgment Night. Let's say uh, Emilio Estevez and the forties mates. Yeah, well uh, you've got Cuba Gooding Jr. Aye, aye. Uh, you've got um uh, Jeremy Piven. Aye. Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. Aye. So it's just the it's the four of them then? Aye. <laughs> They're going to a boxing match and they traffic's murder and they try and take a shortcut through the equivalent of Easter House. <laughs> the or Easter House times a thousand. And uh, they, they witness a gang murder. And uh, it's all about them being chased by the, the gang and Who trying is, to get away. Again? Who's the, who's the leader of the gang? Aye, Dennis Leary. That bastard was, had his finger in every fucking pie that year. <laughs> he said that he loved this film he loved being the baddie in it he says but the rest of us get paid 4 million dollars and the rest of them get paid fucking washers I think well do you know what 
Emilio was the one that would have been bringing in the crowd. Exactly. At that point in time. Aye, I mean, it's a, it's a great cast, those guys, but at the time, really, it's only Emilio Estevez at MD Rose, really. I know, I mean, like, Jeremy Piven hadn't been in anything, I don't think. No. Uh, fucking Cuba Gooden Jr., he wouldn't have been, he would have been in uh, Boys, Boys in the Hood before this. Aye. Aye, he would have been in Boys in the Hood before this because... Aye, Boys in the Hood was 91. Aye, so... Um, yeah, I would have, he wouldn't really have been a massive draw at that time either. He wasn't really a massive draw until Jerry Maguire, I would have said. That's it. Um, this film's brilliant, but I mean, them, it's intense as end, them trying to get away. And aye, nobody can because of the neighbourhood that they're in, and they're trying to... Oh, it's, it's, it's frustrating as well, but it's, it's brilliant. Aye, and there's a, few, there's a few shocking bits in it that you don't expect, man. I know. <laughs> I was reading about it right and it's actually more famous for its uh, soundtrack which I didn't even know uh, the soundtrack the soundtrack is like a it's a, a, rap, a rap group or artist in a rock group or rock star uh, singing each song so it's like pretty hink like teenage fan club are singing with some rap uh, De La Soul on it. Uh, Cypress oh, Hills with Peril Jam. Right. Ah, it's, it's like, uh, all the legends of rap and, and like, famous bands at the time all come together and uh, for the soundtrack. So that, that made more money for the film than the actual film. Did it? Really? It's <laughs> fucking nuts. The soundtrack made more money than the movie. <laughs> Fuck me, man. That's bonkers. Right, um, we'll move on for Judgment Night then. The film I watched last night, mate. Um, so I married an axe murderer. Uh, now, this, this would have been a big year for, for Mike Myers. Aye. Um, he had this, he had uh, Wins World 2 as well this year. And he was, I'd probably say Wins World 2 was better than this. In fact, it definitely was better than this. But really? um, the, saving, the saving grace of this movie is his da. Who oh. Mike, Myers, Mike Myers plays his dad as well. Aye. Some of the lines out here, man, I, I've, been, I've, I've been quoting this for it came out, I think. <laughs> Anybody that you see with a big head, no. no! No! Honest to God, the boy seems like an orange and a toothpick. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's part of magic. Uh, but the film itself's a bit shite. Brenda Fricker's good on it. Uh, playing his mad horny more, trying to fire an ease pal all the time. Uh, and we've got, would you call her the lassie for uh, Three Men and a Baby? Aye, nee, Nancy Travis. Aye, she's good on it as well. She's really good on it, in fact. Um, but it's funny, it's a, it, there's the odd bits in these wee, these wee poems that he does and all that are quite funny as well. Um, but we'll move on for that to the next one, Three Musketeers. This is one of your films, Casey, so... Let's make it all for one, eh? <laughs> uh, this film... Uh, sorry, and one for all. Uh, <laughs> this film should have been called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves 2. Aye. Uh, it's just it's the exact same film. I watched it the other night. I couldn't believe it. Have uh, you so, get Brian Adams doing the fucking theme song? Uh, it's got the Michael Kamen music score. Brian Adams pop song. 
It's get the pantomime villain. Only this time it's played by Tim Curry, but his uh, henchman's played by Michael Wincott, who's in Bob, who plays Guy Gisborne and Robin Hood. Uh, the Musketeers are stripped to being the Musketeers and made outlaws. And then at one point they rob for the rich and give to the poor. At the end of the film, they sneak into the castle, uh, disguise, disguise themselves with hoods. The, the sword fight at the end of the film is that should have been taken to court. It's absolutely unbelievable. He's, so the hero's fighting a baddie that hit, that killed their dad and the baddie's using their dad's sword against them. Where have you heard that before? <laughs> and then, it, <laughs> and then it, uh, to top it all off, at least twice somebody falls into a big bale of hay. <laughs> which has happened every other scene in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Maybe it was common back then. They'll just try to be uh, historically accurate. People just brushing up big, big, big piles of hay. Well, why are you doing that, mate? Uh, I've got a feeling it'll make make come into play one day. <laughs> what are you leaving that big bale of hay there for, John? Just <laughs> right, this is how I think it went. Right, the pitch for this movie. Brian Adams is wearing that. By the way, I've got a song. <laughs> All right. See if you can write a movie about it. That's how it went. And that's another one. That, um, who was it? Brian Brian Adams, Sting and... Hey, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart, so it was. For fuck's sake, Rod the Broad. Yeah, what a guy. Classic song. And uh, yeah. even though I've just spent the last couple of minutes slating it for being an exact copy of Robin Hood, uh, I love this film. <laughs> I wonder why, because you fucking love Robin Hood, you madman. <laughs> so obviously you're going to love a carbon copy of another <laughs> Brian Adams song. <laughs> Curry, what's not to like? Aye. Uh, we'll move on to another, another uh, team sport, not just the Musketeers. Uh, this is Cool Runnings. Oh. John Candy's last movie, wasn't it? I think there was another one that they're trying to delete for the record books because it was awful, but this is his last good one. Aye, this is, this is a cracker. Brilliant film. Obviously, everybody fucking quotes the same lines and all that. Oh, um, aye, yeah. Sanka, you're dead, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, no, but it's a brilliant, it's a funny film. Really funny. Uh, oh. Fucking true story, which is metal. Tearjerker. Aye, I know. Aye, fucking tearjerkers. I accidentally watched the, the blind side the other day, mate. Fucking hell. God. What a film. God, <laughs> oh, film is brilliant. Sandra Bullock's an absolute legend. And then yeah. you see, obviously, you know that uh, I'm a Ravens fan anyway, so Michael Orr was one of the, the main men when the, the Ravens won the Super Bowl. So it's a, it's a good film for me in that way. Uh, if you can, if you don't, uh, if you don't get a tear to your eye at the end of this film, <laughs> you're a disgrace. <laughs> we'll move on uh, the next one. It's Men in Tights, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Brilliant. Who the hell did he hang there? How dare they? <laughs> oh fuck you, Keezy! Come on. <laughs> I'm so offended. This is Berlin. Fucking Prince of Thieves. <laughs> I think if you watch the two of them now, I think you would laugh more at Prince of Thieves. <laughs> anyway. I, don't, 
I don't know about that. I still like Prince of Thieves, man. <laughs> but I think it, I only like it because of you. I'm fair to not like it in case you don't like me anymore. <laughs> I, I, anytime I introduce Keezy to somebody, all right, my name's Keezy. What's your thoughts on Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? <laughs> <laughs> got to know these things straight up. We've got to know your deal. I don't want to be buying somebody a drink that doesn't like Prince of Thieves. Right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, Men and Tights, what did it do that offended you so much? Nah, I'm only joking. I, I, I laughed my ass off at this film. What was <laughs> the instead of a zim, it was a sneeze or a chew or something like that? <laughs> I can't remember, man. It's, it's a lot of nonsense. Like, these, you know, this, this film in Hot Shots, uh, part two, uh, they all kind of can I uh, melt into the one for me? I get mixed up with them. I see this fifth movies, they all... It was aye, just aye. by the same studio or something. Actually, and, the Hot Shots part two ripped off the, the Robin Hood scene better. Now, like the famous one with the flaming arrow. Aye, that's right, with the, the big turkey or something like that, wasn't it? The chicken? chicken. Aye, it was, a, it was a hen or something like that he used. Then he just picks it up. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call it? Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights so I'm going to need to watch that again but no. uh, we'll, we'll move on and we've got uh, Cliffhanger which is uh, Stallone's second movie this year and Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger's bit uh, a brilliant movie purely on the, the villain oh aye uh, I mean, aye John Lithgow what a guy what a great villain honestly no. he's, you see when he plays a good guy you pure love him you see when he plays a bad guy you pure hate him He's, he's, a, he's an amazing actor when you think about it, isn't he? <laughs> he's absolutely brilliant. Uh, like, see in uh, Daddy's Home, have you seen him in that? It's fucking, he's so funny in it, honestly, he's brilliant. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously he was a villain in Dexter, he was a villain in this as well. But you see when he's a villain, he's very unsettling, he's a fucking horrible bastard. <laughs> it's very easy to believe that he could be a pure dick in real life, isn't it? Aye. But, but it's also but, easy to believe that he could be the best guy you'll ever meet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what a I, guy. <laughs> he's like, fuck it, I don't know. There's nobody else like him, really, when you think about it. There's, I can't really think of anybody that I love as a good guy and hate as a bad guy as much as John Lithgow. Remember the first scene of this film? Aye. That's right. That's uh, the the first scene in this movie is uh, spoofed in Ace Ventura, isn't it? So it is. Uh, by the way, what a position to be in. Imagine that. Fucking hell. I wouldn't get out of my bed for about 10 years after that. No wonder he fucking retired. I you know. <laughs> Still gives me nightmares, that bloody scene. <laughs> oh, it's fucking... I can hear her screaming in my my dreams. Ah, oh no! Know oh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who's in this film? Uh, um, Stan Collymore. <laughs> well, a, a worse actor than Stan Collymore. Uh, Craig uh, Fairbass. Craig uh, Fairbass with uh, fucking EastEnders. Aye. Oh, no way. That's right. He's one of the henchmen, isn't he? Uh, he's, he's, he's got the best scene in the film. He's uh, he's fighting with Michael Rooker. Aye. 
and he's he's kicking him towards the, the edge of the cliff, and like Rooker's done, and then. <laughs> Like he's like he's Rooker's try, trying to go, but he's he's got nothing left. And like Fairbass is like striker lines up to take penalty, and he runs at him to boot him off the cliff. And then at the last second, Rooker finds a gun, and he's he comes out with the immortal line: "Season's over, asshole." <laughs> <laughs> That's magic. I fucking love Michael Rooker. So the he's Aye. brilliant. He's a, he's one that's good as a villain, as good as a good guy, and all. Aye, aye, definitely. Peppered with him, peppered with him. <laughs> and uh, do you remember the ending of this film? Uh, I I don't, mate. No. You wouldn't have to remember uh, remember that far back because the new Mission Impossible film just completely ripped it off. Stole it, did it for fuck's sake! Aye. That was a good film, Cliffhanger. Oh, it's a brilliant film. I was waiting on a sequel. Can't get it. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one on the list is a film that we've both watched about a hundred times each, I think. Uh, Michael Douglas. And we've all we've all had one of these days, man. So falling down starts with Michael Douglas stopping traffic. Um uh, his day gradually gets slightly worse, doesn't it? <laughs> Was it, so he, does he lose his job or something and then wife files for divorce? Um, it's everything. No, he's, he's already separated from his wife. Aye. Not, he's not lost his job. He's in traffic trying to get home or get to work. Aye, aye. Get to work, in fact, because this all starts in the morning time. Aye. And this day's his wee lassie's birthday as well. That's right. So... Uh, it's roasting hot it's the hottest day recorded in LA um, and he, he decides fuck it he's, he's just cracks and he <laughs> gets out of the car and he leaves the car and he just walks away Aye. and the, the day just gradually gets fucking worse and worse <laughs> anyway see if you were in his position you'd do everything that he done uh, well I, I agreed with every word out his mouth so they are, he's right. See the bat in the, the burger chain, which is quite clearly meant to be McDonald's, obviously. Um, and he orders the burger, and when it comes back, he's like, no, I want the burger that's on the fucking picture. But before, <laughs> that, before that, he's been in, he said, I want to get a breakfast, or like, ah, we stopped serving <laughs> breakfast last time. And he's like, well, it's, that was two minutes ago, come on. <laughs> he's, he's breakfast. And they're like, ah, nah, man. He's like, and eventually he goes right. Fuck it, you know what? I'll have, I'll have the burger. Then when they bring the burger out, it looks as if somebody's fucking sat the burger between the, the couch cushions and warmed it up with an arse. <laughs> know what I mean? And this is this is what sets him off. Pulls the gun out, doesn't he? He's like, <laughs> and then uh, after that, he goes to get a drink. Of, he goes to get some change for the the uh, phone. So that he's he can call his daughter. Aye. And he goes, ah, yeah, I don't do change, you need to buy something. And he goes to get a can of cola. The guy tries to <laughs> tries to charge him one fifty for it or something like that. And he's like, ah, no nah, man, that's no happening. And fucking just absolutely wrecks the shop. <laughs> With a baseball bat that he's took off two hoodlums in the park. Oh aye. That's a brilliant thing as well, man. Green scenes in there, the one the golf course, that's good and all. 
Right, well, see if you like falling down, then I, I know for a fact that you like the Foo Fighters because we've only seen them live together. See, oh, the, the video for Foo Fighters work. Right. It's falling down. It's a, oh. Except Dave Grohl's and uh, Michael Douglas's uh, role. Oh, that's it. Mate, it's fucking brilliant, honestly. It's my favourite Foo Fighters song, Walk. And the video for it's amazing. So if you've if you've not seen it, get a watch, definitely. Well aye. Michael Douglas, he's phenomenal in this film. My mate, Michael Douglas is phenomenal in everything. He's uh, seeing this and then uh, the game. Oh, I love that film. The, they're my two favourite Michael Douglas films. Uh, the game the game and uh, and falling down. And I, I really like Michael Douglas as an actor, so that should tell you exactly what I think of the two films, you know what I mean? Aye. Um, but we'll move on now for uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams, absolute fucking... That, that's his crowning Aye. movie, isn't it? Aye, definitely. It was the year after Aladdin. The year after he's a genie in Aladdin, then he's got this classic... I know, I know but this is... A, it's not, I'm not a great lover of the film. To be honest with you, but him in the role, I, I just think the film's too ridiculous, even though it's a, a kid's movie. I know it's a kid's movie, but um, I think that he's incredible. It just shows his range, you know what I mean? And, and it's see, I, he's, a, he's a sort of person where I forget that he's passed away, and oh. when I talk about one of his movies, or when I, when I think of a role that he would have been brilliant for, like I'd love to have seen him playing the Riddler, Aye. Right, I think he would have been amazing as a Riddler because have you ever seen one hour photo? Aye. Have you seen Insomnia? Aye. When he plays a bad guy, he was fucking excellent at it, man. Aye. He was really good. But this is this is uh, obviously his, his biggest his biggest hit. And being a being a parent as well, it, it kinda makes you like this is the sort of shit I would get up to if I wasn't allowed to see my events. Or my wane, I've only got one. <laughs> my wane and my hamster. No, but, uh, I, it's, it's excellent. Pierce Brosnan is brilliant in this film. Sally Field is excellent as well. Um, no, I'm just saying, I think you're right, it is. You have to take a giant leap with this film and kind of let some of the ludicrous slide, but this, some of the scenes are hilarious. The scene in the restaurant is brilliant. The restaurant is brilliant, and the scene... Uh, when he's not getting the mask on and the ah. person comes in and he just sticks his face in the cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually, he actually done a pretty good Scottish accent, you've got to give him that. I definitely, aye. He was best mates with Billy Connolly, wasn't he? That's right, aye. Yeah, so he was, uh, he was tight with Billy Connolly and he was friendly with Gavin Mitchell that played the uh, Bobby the Barman and still game. They done a they done a film together and they be, they became friends and they they stayed friends right up until his passing, I think. I didn't know that. Aye, they were they were quite tight. So they were. Um but we'll <coughs> we'll move on from Mrs. Outfire now anyway. Next one's a film that me and you watched together. Um I need my memory jogged on it. I, I remember who was in it, but I don't really I remember that somebody got kidnapped, so um, it's The Vanishing with Aye. Jeff Bridges and uh, Kiefer Sutherland 
And who was it played his wife in that again? His girlfriend at the start played by Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, that's right. Big year um, for Sandy. Ah, yeah, this, I would say this is definitely her debut. The first one I remember her in. Aye. Well, it was the same, same demolition man, so those two. Um, but Jeff Bridges is a oh, bad he's a bad guy. Goes about abducting women. Um, and that's what happens to Sandra Bullock. And then basically, Horn Kiefer Sutherland go to a petrol station, she just disappears. And he's always wondered what the hell's happened to her. And that's what it's about, him trying to find out what happened to her. Um, Nancy Travis is, is in it as well. Oh, Faye Troy married an axe murder. She's his new bird. But it's, it's a brilliant film, great thriller. Uh, Jeff Bridges is amazing in it. Aye, Jeff Bridges is good, man. Really good. Uh, he's, a, he's an underrated actor, Jeff Bridges, in fact, I would say. Although he does have an Oscar, he's named, doesn't he? For Crazy Heart, but I, I know you're right. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Like, yeah, brilliant. Aye, um, he was as well. I mean, his his career kind of nosedived after this year because he's the leading Three Musketeers, and he's in this, and he's brilliant in both of them. Aye, okay, but yeah. um, I wonder if he would uh, if he would swap the ones to have twenty four or stop twenty four to have the ones. What do you think? I bet he made his most money off of 24. Aye, definitely. Aye. So, he's, he's had a few years of arrest and then he's come back onto the scene with... Aye, he's the number one guy again. One of the first ever really, what, to use a, a buzz term now, like, bingeable. Oh, aye. Because Kiefer Sutherland, he'll always be remembered now as Jack Bauer. Oh, even definitely. though... Even though he played the villain in Stand By Me, he played the villain in The Lost Boys. You know, I mean, he's, he's been in this movie, he's been in uh, Flatliners. Oh, um, all the films, he'll always be remembered as Jack Bauer. And oh, it's crazy please. to think about it because the guy's had a mental career. Um, but de- definitely recommend The Vanishing. I'm going to watch it again in... Uh, and listen, by the way, there's no better time to be fucking watching films. Everybody up in the house. Listen to us, take our recommendations, see if you don't enjoy it. Slate us. <laughs> Me and Grado had a disagreement because he told me to watch Tiger King on Netflix. Right. Right. And he's raving about it. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. That's seven hours of my life. I'm never getting back, Keezy. <laughs> what uh, a pile of cash, man. Is Honestly. it? Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. And Grado is like that. Oh, well, I didn't like that 30 for 30 about the 17th of July, 1994. I was like, what? What? The greatest documentary ever made. What an absolute chance. But listen, he's already told us that he's wanting to come on the podcast. So hopefully in the coming weeks, with the fact that everybody's rammed into their house and not able to leave and everybody's going to have spare time in their hands, Hopefully right. we'll be able to get more people onto this. Uh, now that we're doing it through Skype as well and we don't actually need to meet in person, that'll make it a lot easier. The only way Grado's getting on is if he like Groundhog Day. <laughs> I don't think, by the way, I don't think Grado's ever seen a film, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, so we'll move on now. Uh, we'll go for 
This is Wayne's World too. Now I fucking love the Wayne's World movies, mate. Aye, I think this is the best comedy sequel ever. Oof, that is a fucking that is a an outrageous claim. But <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to, to think of a better one. To be honest, aye, it's, it's just brilliant. Um, you said you've watched it recently. Aye. That's the sweet. most famous scene in it is the, the YMCA bit. Oh, amazing. I'm <laughs> trying to keep an eye on uh, on uh, Christopher Walken. Aye. Uh, mate, Christopher Walken in this film as well, man. Um, a sphincter says what? <laughs> oh, I get it. You're, you're trying to get me to say what? <laughs> oh, no, the last man did not get. <laughs> <laughs> you big, we small. <laughs> and uh, obviously, uh, the naked Indian guy. <laughs> and my favourite, uh, the, the roadie. What's his name again? Oh, Del Preston. Del Preston, <laughs> man. <And> also, <laughs> also with this film, uh, every time I walk down Buchanan Street in Glasgow, I'm desperate for somebody to stop and ask me where Gordon Street is. Because <laughs> of the Charlton Heston cameo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Gordon Street. Ah, yes, Gordon Street. <laughs> I met a girl on Gordon Street. And they cuts by to Mike Byers and he's greeting. <laughs> <laughs> If I was, I was in Buchanan Street and somebody did come up to me and ask me where Gordon Street was, I'd probably say something like, talking about, mate, it's round the corner, you, you fucking blind. <laughs> You're on Gordon Street, mate. <laughs> I ruined my, my chance to do that. Aye, but, uh, like your, your Groundhog Day intro of the day. <laughs> <laughs> one chance, one chance you had. <laughs> um, the other cameo is Drew Barrymore. Aye, that's right. Yeah, from Kanergin near Kajorgin or something like that. <laughs> I had to the from the Fjordan Fjords. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's funny, man. Um, it's it's got loads of, uh, like obviously the uh, Jim Morrison that comes to him in his dreams. Aye. And, uh, I, just, I just fucking love it, man. It's hilarious. If you don't like it, you're a dick. Then I've said that. <laughs> right, uh, next one on the list we've got is Perfect World. Oh, I don't. I said to you, "What's Perfect World?" Easy, and you said it's a fucking brilliant film. So it's on the list. Sell it to me. Right. So this is Clint Eastwood, the director. Right. And it's about um, two guys break out of prison, and they're right. wrongings, and. Um, but so they're being hunted down with the police and they come across this house and the family and they realise that they need they need a hostage. So they kidnap an eight year old boy. The bastards. Uh, but then they fight with each other because one of the guys is alright and the other guy's a right asshole. So he the good guy kills him, but he's still on the run with this eight year old boy. And Clint Eastwood plays a cop that's tracking him down. And uh, the prisoner guy is Kevin Costner. And he's oh. best performance ever. 
and I is the 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 relationship between him and the boy is is the is the, the keep the driving the, the it's a it's a brilliant film. Yeah, classic stuff. Uh, baby, a, a lot of baby, not a lot of people have seen it. It was a, it'll be overlooked. I've never even heard it, Keezy. That's the truth. Aye. Um, right. So, Perfect World gets a wee asterisk next year, right? Definitely worth watching that. Right. So, the next one on the list that we've got is What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Johnny Depp, probably one of his best films, I would say. Aye. It's an excellent film, a great performance for him. Great performance from, uh, what do you call the wee bird that's in it again? Juliana. Juliette, Juliette Lewis. I love Juliette Lewis and I always forget her name, I don't know why. <laughs> and the absolute PS de resistance in this movie is Leonardo DiCaprio. It's Leonardo fun. DiCaprio plays the, the mentally, uh, mentally disabled brother. Hey Gilbert, and he's so good. It's, it's unbelievable. To the point that if, if I hadn't have seen Leonardo DiCaprio in other movies, Aye. I might have actually thought that he was he was uh, mentally challenged. Well, the first time I seen this film, it was it was around the time it was released, and I thought, how did they get that we we guy to act? I could I, I see if uh, I couldn't believe it. Honestly, God, I smashing it that they've let him out his house to do this. I bet he's absolutely outstanding in this film. And um, that was crazy, unbelievable, isn't it? Aye, you know, anyway, so what a performance. Um, and he never got the Oscar for this, did he? That's the biggest robbery in history. How the hell Tommy Lee Jones beat him to an Oscar is... is How the hell Tommy Lee Jones beat him and Charlton Heston? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee must have been greasing the palms of the fucking... <laughs> the Academy. <laughs> Aye, but uh, well, well, Gilbert Grape is about... Uh, sorry, what's eating Gilbert Grape's about? Uh, the guy that's looking after his, his disabled brother, um, his wee sister, and their their mum who is beyond morbidly obese. Aye. She's about she's about seventy stone. Right. She's she's stuck in this house and she's holding back Gilbert because he's got this he's got loyalty to his mum. Um, but it's it's a it's a phenomenal film and absolutely brilliant performances all over the place. So I would a hundred percent recommend it if you've not seen it. Another one that's been lost to the the ages. I don't think a lot of people know about it. It's, uh, it's probably my it's probably my favourite Johnny Depp movie after Nightmare on Elm Street. To be honest with you, I I love it. I think it's a great film. Next one in the last year, we've only got a couple more left actually. This oh. one is Groundhog Day. Alright, oh, um, when are we going to talk about that? I, I think we were going to talk about it, I can't remember it. Groundhog Day is a movie about uh, Bill Murray. Uh, Sammy hates it man, She, her sister used to watch it all the time, so 
she hates it and because of that she hates Bill Murray <sighs> hey, I know that we're pretending we've not done this before but I've just been stabbed through the heart twice tonight <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was just a wee joke obviously we've, we've spoke about uh, Groundhog Day already but we'll go on to the next one which uh, spawned the song from the uh, the Bare Naked Ladies if I had a million dollars. <laughs> now, Indecent Proposals movie about... Um, it's got Michael Douglas, it's got uh, Woody Harrelson, and it's got Demi Moore. It's not Michael Douglas. No, sorry. Uh, fucking uh, Robert Redford. That's the one. Sorry. Right, so, it was Michael uh, Douglas who went and needed the million dollars. It just a not <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so Indecent Proposal, sorry. <laughs> it's Robert Redford, uh, Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore. And basically what happens is Robert Redford wants to sleep with Demi Moore. And he offers he offers uh, Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore who are having mega money troubles. A million dollars if he can spend the night with Um What? I can't, I can't really remember much about this movie other than... I think that is really it, isn't it? Aye, it's them just de- deciding whether or not. Aye. But, like you said, uh, <laughs> Demi Moore and her pomp, it would have been a no-brainer. <laughs> anyway, if I had a million and one quid in my bank, I'd have considered it. <laughs> 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 We'll move on to that fucking filth. Uh, and, <laughs> right, right. Uh, for the next one, we'll move on to is uh, Loaded Weapon. Right, Loaded <laughs> Weapon. It's hilarious, man. Aye. Uh, and the rest of it is Samuel uh, L. Jackson. Tim Curry's in it as well, isn't he? Aye. Um, this is just this is funny as fuck, man. I know. It's obviously a take-off of uh, the Lethal Weapon movies. Aye. Um, it's a, it's like a kind of along the same lines as the Naked Gun kind of movies. Aye. You don't get films like this anymore. No, probably the scary movie films. The last good ones. Aye. I actually saw what you reckon, Simon. The last good spoof movies, scary movie. Aye. I think you're right, but even they got a bit shite, didn't they? Um, but. Loaded weapons, fucking brilliant. Wilderness girls. <laughs> comes up at the door, pretending to be selling, uh, like Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love Tim Curry. Tim Curry was brilliant and everything as well, wasn't he? Um, but we'll move on for loaded weapon. Now the last one and the last that we've got here, mate, is Free Willy. Now, uh, anytime mentions. Free- Anytime anybody mentions Free Willy, I always say, no, you need to pay for it, hen. This is a good film. What happened to the wee guy for Free Willy? He should have went on to become a superstar. I think he just lost the pot as well. Uh, He probably seen the fucking conditions that that whale get kept in and pulling his cell off the Kingston Bridge. (laughs) Maybe, eh? The thing about this film, all right, it was its main selling point was the scene in the trailer of the whale jumping <laughs> over the wall. We already know what happens, but everybody still flocked to see it. 
Aye, much the same along the lines as the, the movies that Young Man was. Um, who was the director last week you were talking about? Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis. Aye, aye, Robert Zemeckis. Um, that's, they must have taken tips from him. Aye. That is that. That's the final scene in the movie, and that was that was on the cover of the fucking film, and it <laughs> was the poster, and it was in the trailer. What was the point? <laughs> Aye, so Willie gets away then. The only thing that I was hoping for would be that that whale would somehow land on that wee guy. <laughs> Free Willie. What is that about again? Tell us what it's about. <laughs> but a whale in captivity that needs to be freed. How did they manage to get four movies out yet? <laughs> God knows. I, I, I never watched past the first one. Do you know what? They missed a trick by not calling the third one. Three, Willie. Oh, it was, that's a, that was a tap-in, surely. I know. Must... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aye, the, the fourth one, four, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still a couple of films to, to go here yet, I've just Is noticed. There? Oh, what have we got? What we got? We've got... Uh, well, I'd say... When we had, remember, we had DCT on the... The show. We did, yep. The other film in 1993 that he did go to the pictures to see. Ah, I forgot all about it. It's a great um, film. Typical <laughs> classic film, isn't it? Okay. Doug gets lost. Doug gets found. The end. <laughs> Cheesy cries. The end. <laughs> but, oh, uh, I, I forgot one of my favourites. What? Tombstone. Oh, that's we were leaving that to the end. Sorry, that's right, Keezy. Right, listen. Now, now is the time. I want right. facts. I want stats. I want. <laughs> Tell me about it. Right, Tombstone is about Wyatt Earp. He's retired, uh, and he wants to settle down in a wee town called Tombstone, um, <laughs> make an honest living. But that town is being overtaken by uh, bad guys called the Cowboys. Now this is a this is a it's a true story, um, right? So here's the here's the here's the baddies, right? Mm-hmm. Powers Booth, oh. uh, Michael Bain, uh, Thomas hey. Hayden Church. Uh, who was, who was he, Thomas Hayden Church again? Who else was he? On? He was the he was the Sandman in one of the Spider Man movies. I remember who he is now that you mentioned Sandman. Aye. Aye. Uh, the baddie that was in the Avatar, Stephen, Stephen Lang, and Jason Priestley. He's one of the baddies at all. Jason Priestley? Aye. And uh, Michael Rooker. Right, they're the baddies. And the goodies are Kurt Russell, is Wyatt Earp, Sam Aye. Elliott, is his brother Virgil. Aye, that's, oh. what, that's what you need to say. I'm going to watch <laughs> I was building it up, that's why I was trotting out all the other names. Uh, Bill Paxson, Val Kilmer is Doc Holiday, and it's one of the best active performances you'll ever see. Um, Kurt Russell's phenomenal in it. Uh, oh, Billy Bob Thornton's in it, and all he's a baddie in it, and all. Fucking hell, what a cast that is. It's a, oh, it's, it's a brilliant film. Uh, see that poster? The poster must have had so many names on it. Like a proper old school Hollywood poster. Aye. 
Marvel superstars. You don't get that anymore except with the fucking Avengers movies. Aye, true, aye. The, the poster for this one is, is the four of them walking to, towards the OK Corral. And it's, uh, well, Val Kilmer, he plays the Doc Holiday, but he's got tuberculosis, so he's struggling. But the other three are looking a million bucks. Kurt Russell with this magnificent moustache, Sam Elliott and Bill Paxton. Sam Elliott is, and I've said this before on the podcast, he's the finest displayer of a moustache in all of Hollywood history. <laughs> I knew as soon as I mentioned Sam Elliott, it would, you would be wanting to watch it. Yeah, you know I love Sam Elliott. I fucking love him. He's brilliant. It's just a good old-fashioned goodies versus baddies shootout. Brilliant film with great lines in it. and oh, It's classic stuff. I love it. That's a game. Yeah, aye. Definitely. Aye, I'm going to watch Tombstone. Fuck it. Might even watch it tonight. Aye, you'll love it. Right, okay. So, well, that's, that's how it's came in the end of uh, 1993, mate. And we've had some absolute belters. I just hope that this is recorded. <laughs> uh, this is our top threes now? Aye. Uh, I've got mine written down in front of me. I'm ready to go. Where are you going for number three? Uh, the Fugitive. Fugitive, I've went for True Romance. Uh, number two? Tombstone. Falling Down. And we've both, we've both went for Jurassic Park as number one. No, no we haven't. That's the thing. True Romance, Jurassic Park did not get in the top three. What's number one then, you weirdo? He's have been slating it all night and I've barely been able to have a good word about it, but that's right, Woodchuck Chuckers, my number one is Groundhog Day. Oh, fuck off. Groundhog Day. (laughs) You kidding me on Groundhog Day ahead of Jurassic Park? Are you fucking mental? (laughs) It's my favourite. The classic stuff? More classic in Jurassic Park? I'm, af- I'm afraid so. Mate, me and you are going to have to fucking stern words after we stop recording here. <laughs> I bet you know that. I mean, I'm going to risk coronavirus and come down to your door. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that how controversial they've been leaving out Jurassic Park. Sorry, mate. Forgot. <laughs> don't you don't you go to the pictures to see fucking Groundhog Day anywhere in orchestra, do you? Eh, uh, no, you do not. And you know there's that? There's no Groundhog Day theme park rides either. Ah, exactly. I know. Never see Groundhog Day troubling the all-time highest grossing movies of all time list, do you? <laughs> You're right about that as well. Uh, and there isn't a, a sequel either. There should have been, though. Oh, there definitely should have been, aye. Imagine the hang but imagine they just went Groundhog Day 2 and released the same <laughs> movie again. <laughs> oh, that'd have been brilliant. That would, that would have been worth that being top of your list, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that would have been a masterstroke. Why have they never thought of doing that? I know. <laughs> should say. The reason it's number one is that I watch it all the time. I, I, I watch it at least three or four times a year. I just think it's... Uh, I love it. I know I, I know you all hate it, but I, I, and I can't believe it. And it's, but sorry, mate, Jurassic Park hasn't made the list. <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't know what the hell's happened to you, Keezy. He used to be a guy that I could trust and rely on. 
Get, get your coin out your fucking prick because it's time for the Atoku's movie battle. <laughs> Hold on, you're going to get a coin. I don't you kid on, you've not got coins falling out your pocket, Richie. <laughs> you call it. Heads. Heads it is. Oh, no way. <laughs> right, so we're going to go for uh, the random actor generator now. And this is no bad. I don't know if we've done this guy before. Um, Gary Oldman. We have not. Right, okay. I think you've got this one. I don't know, mate. I'm looking at him right now. I can't remember a fucking thing he's been in apart from the Batman films. <laughs> Christ, I forgot about, all about them. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so, Sammy, if you would kindly get, get up a list of Gary Oldman's movies. Right, you ready, Keezy? I suppose. Uh, Batman Begins. Uh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises. True Romance. Oh my god, I'm not already. My mind's went completely blank already. <laughs> Fifth Element. Oh, good one. Um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. That one, very. Uh, no, I can't even say that because I'll not remember the name of it. And if I get another one, then you've got the name of the one that I'm fucking hanging around. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, man. I keep coming back to Friends because he was in Friends and it's annoying me. Why? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need to have a go at this one, right? The film where he played Winston Churchill. <laughs> and I, want, I want to say that it's called The Long Night or something like that. Oh. Uh, mate, I didn't know what the film was called until you started talking about it there and what was it called The Darkest Hour Darkest Hour fuck ah! <laughs> I need to leave only two films for Gary Oldman right, I need to look him up now no I get three the only three. other one I had was Leon Leon fuck oh the Harry Potter movies no way <laughs> fuck have I forgot the Harry Potter movies Oh, it's a shambles. Uh, that's the worst. That's the worst one ever. What did we only get like six or seven films there? Uh, I only said three. <laughs> you said that's four it. or seven. That's terrible. Let's see. We're a we're a disgrace. We should stop doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never. They, they need the world needs us more than ever. Uh, you're right. We're here to fucking give people suggestions of shite films to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right mate um, we'll wrap this up now uh, obviously this is a different one they excuse us if the quality is not as good and stuff like that uh, hopefully it's recorded I'm sure I'll find out I'm sure I'll find out in about 10 minutes and with that uh, we're out of time thanks very much for listening <laughs> cheers stay <Right>. safe <laughs> stay safe you crazy bastards catch you later
Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. <laughs> <laughs>